Welcome to Armbrand with Donnie Deutsch. I am Donnie Deutsch, and this is the podcast dedicated to a simple premise that everything is a brand today. Every personality, every athlete, every company, every corporation, every movement, every religion, every political party, all brands. Brand is a set of values. We do two things here. Um, one day a week, we have our big interview with a big person about their own personal brand that drops on thursday and there'll be john brennan this week the former cia director who's got a lot to say uh a big anti-trumper uh and important 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 discussion and today on tuesdays what we do is we drop our brands of the week and this is the brands that are shaping the zeitgeist which brands are up which brands are down why how who let's get right to it um huge brand down for uh kanye west i i i mean Went a comment on Twitter about going DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. Uh, this goes back to 2018. He talked about how he was a big Hitler Nazi fan. Uh, and, and Tucker Carlson, let's give him a nice brand down also. What does he do? He interviews him. He says, quote, unquote, the enemies of an idea dismiss West as they may have for years is mentally ill, Carson told his audience Thursday night. Too crazy to take seriously. Look away, ignore him. He's a mental patient. He offered a challenge to his viewers. Is West crazy? You can judge for yourself as you watch what we're about to show you. And they actually edited out most of his crazy stuff. And I, I just think that what, what Tucker liked was he wore a White Lives Matter uh, sweatshirt in... Um, uh, in Fashion Week in Paris. It's time we just stop listening to Kanye West about anything. He, he's sick. He's demented. He's, he's, uh, and he's disgusting and he's vile. And um, let's just call it what it is a piece of crap. Okay. That's what you are, my friend. Uh, DEFCOM 3 to Jews. Fuck you. Let's give a brand up for Paul Ryan. Remember, Paul Ryan was one of the great hopes of um, the Republican Party. And he's he left, obviously. He, he finally, he, not finally, he's come out. He said, look, he says the quiet part out loud. He says, we all know Trump will lose. He says he also doesn't believe he'll be the nominee. Um, that's the thing that, that keeps getting lost in the source. And I keep talking about that. Like, Trump's a loser. He lost uh, 2020 by 7 million votes. Lost the midterm elections. Uh, and he's an absolute loser. He's, he's probably the only Republican who would absolutely lose. And that's the amazing thing that we don't talk about enough about that he's a guaranteed loser and how the Republicans are still held hostage by this loser. And that's the way I brand Trump a loser. That's a, you know, I was on Nicole Wallace the other day and she said, what's the way to brand them? His biggest fear, just brand them a loser and just say, look, like him, hate him, love him, find him disgusting. Either way, he's a loser. That's, that's his brand. Brand down, obviously a brand up for her, but a brand down for the future of uh, democracy and society. Carrie Lake, uh, she is running for can Republican candidate for governor in Arizona. She's a former uh, TV anchor. She's a big ultra MAGA candidate. She's a big election denier. And she's got a chance of winning it. She's scary. Both David Pluff and David Akersrod, uh, two incredibly highly regarded Democratic strategists, uh, said she's a plausible presidential candidate and says that uh, if you get a candidate who has the performance skills of a major market local TV anchor and a philosophy and thinking of Steve Batten, that's a potent, dangerous combination. Look at Italy, and that's uh, according to David Axelrod. Um, she's scary, and I've said this before. She, like DeSantis and some of the other ones, are say as many heinous things as Trump and are basically, she said, if she takes over the state, she's going to be in charge of the elections, and basically who she says wins, wins. And she's attractive and she's smart and she's very media savvy and she's dangerous. She's dangerous as fuck and more dangerous than Donald Trump. And I keep pointing out that Donald Trump, it's easy to point to him 
and say, look at the crazy guy in the corner. Whereas some of these other candidates, Kerry Lake and, you know, like a Doug Mastriano, he's also equally crazy, but seems the part a lot more. He's running for governor of Pennsylvania. She is a well-heeled package and is a scary, scary, scary politician. Brand down for homelessness uh, in New York. Shelter population hits all-time high amid uh, the cascading migrant uh, crisis. Um, the previous record of 61,000 individuals in city shelters on 2019 has been beat. The latest day for which data available has reached 62,000 and then some. Um, the average adult stay is spending an average of 509 days in shelters. 60,000 people in shelters in New York City. Wow. And the average stay is over is about a year and a half. And um, families with kids are on average in a shelter even longer, 534 days. Adult families spending an astonishing 855 days in shelters on average, the data shows. Big, 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 big problem. Uh, brand up for overemployment. Americans are choosing to be overemployed instead of working back-to-back jobs. And these are basically uh, uh, people at home who are what they're called overemployed. Their remote work open the door for employees to work from home, take on two or more jobs during regular working hours. These full-time employees work just 40 hours per week while essentially collecting two full-time paychecks from different employers. Uh, in August 22, the Bureau of Labor Statistics reported that 7.5 million workers or nearly 5% of the labor force are working more than one job. So this is not the old working two jobs where I work eight hours at one job, eight hours at another job. This is I'm working two jobs during the same eight hours and working at home allows them to do that. Look, I've been a big proponent of all the dangers of working at home. And then you have, you have people working two jobs, but working one job hourly, one job per like a 40 hour week, but getting paid for doing two jobs and employers need to wake up to that stuff. Uh, brand down for the metaverse. Of course, um, you know, this is supposed to be Facebook's big, the next thing to follow Facebook and nearly a year after Mark Zuckerberg rebanded Facebook as meta and a better company move in the metaverse and turn documents show the transition and grappling with the glitchy technology, uninterested users and a lack of clarity about what it will take to succeed. Meta initially set a goal of reaching 500,000 monthly active users, but in recent weeks that they've revised that figure to 280,000. And on the flip side, a huge brand up to TikTok. TikTok is just eating everybody's lunch on the internet. They're now taking aim at Amazon um, that they want to build an e-commerce fulfillment system. And if you see how they're taking over the internet, you understand. TikTok's website was visited last year more often than Google. I want to say this again. The TikTok website was visited more often than Google. No app has grown faster past a billion users. More than 100 million of them are United States alone, roughly a third of the country. The average American viewer watches TikTok 80 minutes a day, more than the time spent on Facebook and Instagram combined. Two-thirds of American teens use the app, and one in six say they watch it almost constantly. A Pew Research Center survey in August found, meanwhile, usage of Facebook among the same group has been cut in half in 2015. So you need to know. That's it. TikTok. It's where it's at. And, and once again, that's not to say that'll be there won't be a new TikTok five, six years from now. But right now, the industry analyst, eMarketer, expects that even its over 65 audience will increase this year by nearly 15%. So I'm not a TikTok guy, but seems like the rest of the world is. Um, brand down for Tesla sinks its market um, value is sunk 50% from November record high 
Um, vehicle delivery in the third quarter looks to hit a, uh, hit due to logistical troubles. And some analysts warn that the climbing prices of the company's cars may also weigh in heavy demand at some point. And also the other big car makers have started to catch up with electric vehicles. But um, if you own Tesla uh, stock, now obviously if you owned it for a long time, you're still way ahead of the game, but it's been dropped in half in the last year. Um, brand up for Kroger's. Kroger's, the $24.6 billion Kroger Albertson merger could mean what uh, could mean possible trouble for Walmart, who, of course, the, the world's grocery leader. Uh, Kroger operates 2,700 grocery stores across the U.S. and has a market capitalization of $32 billion. Albertsons runs 2,200 supermarkets under names like Albertsons, Safeway, and Vons as a market capitalization of roughly $15 billion. Together, they are a behemoth. They said that their increased size will give them bargaining power to help reduce prices that savings can be passed on to consumers. We will wait and see. But now Kroger and Albertsons, the mega $32 billion grocery chain. Uh, brand up for an automated strike zone in baseball. You know, baseball, we got a lot of changes coming next year. Um, a pitch clock just to, to make the game go faster. Uh, no more shifts, banning that uh, to give sluggers bigger chances of getting base hits and, and extra base hits. And now they're looking at a uh, automated strike zone. With at, They're doing it at the minor league level. The results have been overly positive. So you would still have, if baseball adopts this major league baseball, you'd still have a, a umpire at home to call plays to the plate, but the plays, the, the pitching zone would be called strikes and balls would be called by automatic. Why not? I mean, if that's what you're doing right now, I mean, if that's what we have a better system, why not? I'm all for it. Um, brand up for Tina Turner. There's a Tina Turner Barbie. The queen of rock and rock and roll is now a Barbie. Tina Turner, the iconic singer known as the queen of rock and roll, has been immortalized with a Barbie doll in her honor. The Barbie takes Turner's outfit along with what's famous hairstyle from the video of her Grammy-winning hit, What's Love Got to Do With It? And the Tina Turner doll is available for $55 on Mattel's website. There you go. Gotta love it. Right enough for Tom Cruise. Now, Tom Cruise, who just has been the biggest movie star in the universe uh, for the past, I'm going to say, 30 years. I say the universe for a reason. His space movie may make him the first civilian to do a spacewalk outside of the space station. Tom Cruise will hopefully become the first civilian to do a spacewalk outside the International Space Station when he blasts off to space to shoot a new action movie with director Doug Lyman. Donna Langley, the head of Universal Pictures, teased as much during a recent BBC interview. Universal is back in the Cruise Space Project, which reportedly carries a budget of $200 million. Um, while it was already known the movie would shoot scenes in the IAS, Langley said the plan was to also have Cruise perform a spacewalk. Uh, no studio has ever filmed a narrative feature film in space before. So we will see. Tom Cruise, once again, guy just doesn't stop and keeps pushing the boundaries. Got to give it to him. Um, brand up for electric air taxis from Delta. Delta pours millions into EVTOLs. Delta Airlines is partnering with Joby Aviation, a leading developer of electric air taxis, making it easier and faster for consumers to get to the airport. Partnership is an extension of Delta's strategy to try and differentiate itself from other airlines by offering a more premium travel experience. Delta is investing $60 million in Joby and could invest up to $200 million in total. Uh, there you go. Imagine that. Air taxis. Brand up for Kraft Mac and Cheese. Kraft Mac and Cheese launches campaign to add Mac to the BigMacComicBook.com. Kraft has launched Where's the Mac Dot com, a website that's called to add to the iconic Kraft Mac and Cheese to the iconic Big Mac. Why? Because as Kraft sees it, you can't call yourself the Big Mac 
without some actual Mac involved. The campaign is one that Mac and Cheese fans get can get involved with as well as by visiting the site. For their efforts, fans will get a coupon for a free box of Kraft Mac and Cheese so they can make their own Big Mac and Cheese at home. There you go. Big Mac and Cheese at home. Wow. Okay. Um, brand down for Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' changes. This is dumb. Changes rewards program. Devotees of the coffee aren't happy. An army of loyal Dunkin' fans have risen up against their favorite coffee chain after all that a new rewards program. The new reward program makes it easy, more difficult to earn a free drink of their choice. The previous Dunkin' Donuts perks program offered a free drink of any kind for 40 bucks spent. The new Dunkin' Reward System makes you spend 70 bucks to get a free Dunkin' uh, drink. Come on, man. 40 bucks should be enough to get a free Dunkin' drink. Now you got to spend 70? Boo for Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, brand down for cheap stuff. This is interesting. 63% admit buying cheaper version of products wound up being a big mistake. This is very interesting stuff. A new poll of 2,000 U.S. adults found on average people would pay 108% more than the listed cost of any item the shopping for as long as it lasts at least 20 years. Three in five respondents claim they're more inclined to spend money on quality items than something that's cheaper, both in price and quality. Items that last the longest were reported the most valuable to 69% of respondents. So people regret buying cheap stuff. Buy quality. Uh... Interesting, here is an interesting one. Brand up for Levi's. Levi's jeans from the 1880s auctioned off for $87,400 after a mine shaft discovery. A pair of Levi's dating back to the 1880s were found in an abandoned mine and auctioned off for $87,000. That's a good commercial right there. Those Levi's in a, in a mine over 150 years later, still okay. And finally, lingerie. As a Halloween costume, the hottest Halloween costume of the year is basically underwear. On TikTok, a sexy fairy costume is trending, but some core hasn't to call it a costume. It's just purchasing a sheer short, expensive negligee and adding a pair of wings so one can justify calling it a costume. Basically, that's what all Halloween costumes for women, and as somebody who has teenage daughters, I, I hate this. Everything is a, it's a nurse. It's a slutty nurse. It's a slutty vampire. It's a slutty fairy. Everything is just... Let's add slutty onto it. And if it's dad, we got big problems with that. But that's what they're selling these days. And, you know, I'm going to do everything I best to keep my 15-year-old daughter dressing appropriately at Halloween. But as anybody that has 15-year-old daughters know, good luck to me. And those are our brands of the week. And remember to get on this Thursday, download John Brennan, uh, former CIA director. He'll be our big uh, brand interview. We love having you uh, listen and tune in. Remember to rate, review, and anywhere you get podcasts, Spotify, Apple, anyplace else, and leave your comments. We love hearing from you, and we'll see you on Thursday on On Brand. Thanks so much.